in a world where nobody can remember what they were talking about. I don't know, man. I just, I just can't remember what we were talking about. Why can't I remember? It'll be okay, man. We'll get through this. We just have to remember what we were talking about. In the year 2020, one man stands against the rest. I'm Jake. A reluctant soldier in the fight against non-sequiturs, he has no choice but to get us back on track. What were we talking about? Can anybody remember? I'm Jake. This summer, a Motley Nerdcast production. What were we talking about? I'm Jake. And I'm Michael. What were we talking about? Shit, shit. talking about a lot of stuff <laughs> we haven't been talking about a lot of stuff <laughs> i feel like that's how all our episodes start so we've been talking about a lot of stuff but why weren't you guys here for this <laughs> yeah, well, you, guys you know the original idea for the show was that it was going to be one long continuous conversation and i was going back and listening to old episodes because we used to put random songs like popular songs at the beginning before we got a theme song so i was going back through and cutting out uh, the songs so i could repost them in case I make money off these, which I won't. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I found the evidence of that long, that continuous went on for like two episodes, and then we gave up on it. It was yeah. basically going to be like we would end one episode talking about whatever, and then pick up the next episode talking about the same thing and continue on. And, oh, man, what a dumb idea! What like, a dumb idea! That was really dumb. <laughs> Like there's no way because we went so long without recording too. Like we didn't have um, a schedule. Yeah. As it, when we first started, it was just sort of like whenever we recorded, when we would put it up. So I didn't know how to podcast properly. I didn't know how to schedule things. You, didn't, you don't know how to cast pods. I didn't know how to cast pods. <laughs> I don't actually. I'm not a huge fan of uh, doing it every other weekend, but I can't. I can't do it every week. <laughs> yeah. So because I feel like every other weekend's not enough. But that's, I think that's more in my head than anything. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, what were we talking about? So when we were younger, we used to watch cartoons. I still watch cartoons. <laughs> I used to but... watch cartoons. <laughs> yeah, it's... I act like that's exclusive to me being right. a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you're 10, no more cartoons. Yeah, it's like no. The secret <laughs> server shows up, takes your... You start your, watching... Your Looney Tunes and your CNN Tiny Tunes away. And, and, yeah. C-SPAN and all that shit. Right. And Andy Griffith show. Yeah. Oh, man, I watched Andy Griffith show when I was I a kid. I hate Andy Griffith. I wouldn't watch it because, like, whenever that would come on, it was like, oh, there's nothing else on to watch. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of fair, but I also, it was, I, I grew up out in the country where you had, like, 13 channels, period. Oh. And that was one of the things that would come on, like, after school, and I'd be like, well, I guess I'm watching Andy Griffith and then also Matlock. God. <laughs> Just an Andy Griffith. Right. <laughs> Marathon. Some, I mean, sometimes it was. That well, yeah, that was that was Andy Griffith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'd play um, Hogan's Heroes and stuff too. So it was just like that was what my dad watched, and so I just sit down and be like, all right, whatever. I'll drink my chocolate milk and whatever, and eat, just watch what my dad's. Yeah, I could never get the only thing. I, yeah, that's a lie. Uh, Bewitched. Mm-hmm. I love Lucy. Um, Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Like stuff like that. That's what my parents would watch. My mom would watch and I'd watch it with her. It was always on Nick at night. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this show is, these, these shows are hilarious. 
as an adult, I'm like, hmm. eh. But you know Pilot what? Pilot Lucy is still pretty damn funny. Right. But those are the shows that the people that made the cartoons that we grew up watching were watching when they yeah. were kids. So the humor of those shows gr- greatly inspired yeah, the, the stuff that we watched growing up. It's, I mean, so. there was you know the lot of a lot of the cartoons that we used to watch, which was you know, um, Batman, yeah, I Batman mean, and Superman and X Men, Superman X-Men. Justice League, yeah, Tiny Toons, and then Tiny of course Toons. the topic of today's show, Animaniacs, yes, Animaniacs, which is actually making its return. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be next week, next yeah. Saturday, or no, is it on the eighteenth? Next Friday, on the twentieth. The twentieth. That's right. Uh, so it'll be next so, yeah, Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday will come up on Hulu. New episodes. Yeah, thirteen brand new episodes. Are they releasing them all at one time? I believe so. But, I can't wait for yeah. that. I was actually going to watch them today. It's, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Animaniacs and try to stay on that topic for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see and it, it's goes. a substantial topic to stay on. There's a lot. To there unpack. is a lot. About Animaniacs. I tried uh, doing research before this because I was like, okay, I'll write down like the segments. And then I realized there's like 240 f- segments. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. They added I'm not some and took some out. And some of them were great. And some of them were not kind of forgettable. And yeah, there's one, uh, one character, I guess it is. And it was Minerva Mink. Yeah. Which I didn't remember the name. I also didn't remember uh, Katie Kaboom until yeah, I, Katie watched, Kaboom I watched was... a couple of the. And yeah, they're pretty funny. Yeah, some of them are funny. Some of the Katie Kabooms I could like, t- you know, I could take or leave. But well, they had uh, the the one I watched had Chicken Boo in it. Yeah, Chicken Boo. And it I took me a second. Funny. I was like, wait, was this the only thing that Chicken Boo showed up in? I was like, that's not no, right. I, think I, that's... I distinctly remember him I, have his own segment. Yeah, I think he showed up. First in Katie Kaboom for some reason like that was the first thing he showed up in. I and remember they did reading his that theme song at the end yeah. of it too. Yeah. And then so then they gave him his own like short segment. Yeah, he was uh, that was one of my favorite ones. I just, just really yeah. like the idea that <laughs> giant chicken that nobody really could figure out was a giant chicken. Yeah, it's kind of like a D and D when somebody like rolls a perception check like really high over and over again and people just can't figure out <laughs> like that bears actually. <laughs> A human, and they're just like, oh, yeah, it's good. I'm good with that. Like, let's go. And like, they just keep rolling, like, really well. And they're just like, yeah, let's go. Like, what was, um, so when it comes to anime, what was your favorite bit? I mean, it's hard to deny the Warner siblings bits. Um, yeah. They obviously took up the most of the show. And yeah. Rightfully so. I think they probably were the funniest. Yeah. I think so. Probably most of the writing, like, got dumped into you know, the best ideas and stuff probably got dumped into them. But I also really liked, um, the pigeons, the, the good feathers, the good, the good feathers. Yes. Yeah, I wrote them. Did I write were, them down? Yes, I did. Yeah. They were, uh, they were really good. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, so stupid. And it was like, kids aren't going to get this. No. <laughs> like it's all as a kid. I didn't understand the reference. As yeah. An adult, I fully understand what they're doing. Cause like the God pigeon and like all the, the ripoffs, like Robert De Niro and all that stuff. That, yeah. You know, like the yeah, kids aren't going to get that. And actually there was like, like this much itty bitty little bit of controversy over like throwing that violent material into like a kid's show. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they thought, oh, people are maybe going to be upset 
at like references to mob mobster movies being Which in. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember like. I don't think my parents. I think mm. mainly because they didn't. They knew I didn't understand the reference, anyways. Yeah. But I don't think. I can't imagine most parents cared that much about it, right. just because. Well, this was also back in a time where cartoon characters could shoot guns and stuff at each other too. Yeah, which I don't believe they do anymore. <laughs> no, they don't do that, and they don't. They certainly don't smoke anymore either. <laughs> they do not. No. Because uh, I mean, this is born out of like the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes stuff, yeah. and the back, good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff, and those characters had like racist jokes and shot guns at each other and smoked cigars and you can't do any of that anymore like, I, for, I, I, like for good reason but, yeah, as I was say, for but good people, reason i i fully understand why you know, a lot of the stuff is not done anymore yeah um but i do sort of miss it just i, I guess nostalgia wise not i i could i can do without racist jokes. yeah but because uh, like, you go back you go back far enough in disney yeah. or in uh warner brothers whoo they were uh they had some work, some work to do. Yeah, they, for sure. They had some That's steps putting it to nicely. take. Yeah, <laughs> that's racist. But it was, uh, yeah. I, I, I man, Animaniacs. I, I, yeah. Did you know watching that as a kid, like this was legendary? Because even today well, it holds up, and today I didn't, people still talk about it. I obviously. didn't actually watch like the entirety of it till I was an adult because. Here's a, a, a situation kids today will not understand, but growing up, unless you knew what like TV Guide magazine was or picked it up or read it, yeah, I didn't know what channel it was on necessarily. Like sometimes my cousins would come over and we would watch it, but then I would forget what channel they put it on. So I, I would be like flipping, like I don't know what time it's on, even if I could pick, remember what Warner Brothers the WB channel was, if it was like four or whatever. I couldn't remember what time it was on. Yeah, you couldn't look it up or anything. Yeah, again, like you said, unless you had the TV Guide channel or TV Guide channel, yeah, TV <laughs> Guide uh, magazine. Yeah, you, I only knew. I think I think because my pa- <laughs> my mother rather remembered. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I would watch after I got off school. It was Animaniacs or it was Tiny Toons, right? Which I think Animaniacs came after Tiny Toons. Yes, Tiny uh, Toons was kind of the beginning of, of that. Yeah, because most of the people that started on Tiny Toons made the transition over to Animaniacs, like the writing crew, uh, the people that wrote the music, and uh, some of the actors had worked on Tiny Toons and transitioned into and Animaniacs. So Paul Dini started on Tiny Toons as well. Yeah. Uh, which I, I didn't know he, that until He became much later in life. a legendary writer for Warner Brothers. And, yeah. And, and then later Star Wars, right? Did he do Star Wars? I thought he'd, he had something to do with uh, the... Um, Clone Wars. Oh. Didn't he write? Did he? Didn't he show run that or something? We're going to, no, uh, Fellini. Fel- That's Colleen, Fellini. Okay. Fellini, yeah. Uh, no, Paul Dini uh, yeah. was legendarily uh, mainly Batman. Right. Um, and yeah, my became, bad. even to this day, like he still does work. He did work on uh, the Arkham, uh, Arkham games. Yeah. And he did work on a lot of the animated movies. Yep. Uh, he wrote this really great uh, book, well, comic, about um, a time he was going through a rough time uh, where he got, like, mugged and got the shit kicked out of him and wow. thought he was going to die. And it was basically talked about how, like, Batman sort of saved his life. Yeah. And it was... Like, literally? or Yeah. <laughs> he just showed up. Just and swung in and beat the shit out of the <laughs> mugger. 
I mean, I wish that would have been awesome. That'd now, be it's almost worth the, getting mugged for. If I can find, I'll let you borrow. Well, I'll let you yeah. borrow it as well. Yeah, because <laughs> I've already got something on loan from the library. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, there's yeah, looking into some of the characters. Um, I forgot Rita and Runt. Yeah, I had forgot. I had to look them up who they were, and I was like, oh yeah, the the that was sort of um, Elenian. Um, Of mice and men, sort of characters, weren't they? Linian. Uh, yeah, not. I was gonna say, was gonna say Bruce, but I'm thinking of Lenny Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Pretty that's sure not he accurate. didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, References. But it was because uh, the dog was kind of dim, right? Yeah. And the cat was the smart one between right. the two. Yeah, so it was it was similar, not not exactly the same, but right. Um, but yeah, I, I, but one thing I didn't see listed was the good idea, bad idea. Yeah, good idea, bad idea was um, was well, always pretty funny, and it was like sh- it was really short yeah. too. Like that's part of what was so funny about it. Yeah, it, the my favorite one, and I, I've remembered it ever since I was a kid, was uh, it was good idea. Uh, Oh, damn it. Uh, playing football with your kid. Bad idea. Playing football with your kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was just because the humor, the humor across the board, but particularly on that was just utterly ridiculous. Like right. just absolutely. Okay. So like chicken boo was fucking nonsense. Like, yeah. So stupid. Shouldn't work, but it was magnificent. Right. Like, that was the humor of Animaniacs, where it was just outlandish, random references that nobody, that right. nobody would understand. That no kid would understand. Yeah, no kid should understand. It anyway. Should understand. Right. Um, well, speaking of that, one of the things I'd, I had written down that it was the references basically for kids. Is, do you remember, like, it was often a cold opener that was the uh, Colin, the kid. It He was also referred to as just Randy Beeman's friend. Because he'd walk out of the house, like yes. on the sidewalk, and be yes. like, um, so this one time, uh, Randy Beeman was, you know, scratching his butt, and his butt fell off. Okay, bye. Yeah. And that, like, and it was just kind of a cold opener uh, <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. But, like, there was, um, it was stuff that, like, kids said in school, like, oh, I heard yeah. this about Randy Beeman. It was... Like, um, like I wrote this this down thing. It was like uh, he said his neighbor uh, was stayed in a tanning bed too long and it boiled their guts. Like <laughs> like every kid at school like went and spread ridiculous stories shit. like that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I forgot all about that. That's <laughs> that was so good. That right. man, I I really I love Animaniacs. Yeah, me too. The, uh, the the I didn't know by your shirt if you liked them or not. Yeah, I thought I'd I'd dress up for the occasion, <laughs> even though nobody uh can see it. Yeah, except for you. I can see it. I appreciate you. I uh, what about the adult references? Do you have anything on that? Because <laughs> I remember fingerprints. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. I I think everybody remembers that one. Yeah, and they they slipped a lot past the censors somehow, or they just. Maybe it was just like, ah, we better not censor too much of this show because it's it's successful the way it is. I don't know. It's but. almost like they like the people who the producers, not even the producers, who's the uh 
the FCC. Oh, yeah, the sensor team for yeah, Warner they, Brothers or whatever. <laughs> like, they fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And just shit happened. And that yeah, I was, doubt that they'll get away with that stuff in 2020 as much. Yeah, but. no. Well, it's on Hulu, and I believe it's going to be made for us, not so much for yeah. kids. It de- I, yeah, I guess it depends on what they rate it. If they rate it like PG, then maybe there'll be some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're and a bit they, more strict now. If they rate it well, G for kids or whatever. Not then. really, because, I mean, they do... Um, like Adventure Time and stuff like that, and that's yeah. I mean, it, I think more adults enjoy Adventure Time than kids, right? Um, no, I think uh, yeah, I think the in for people who don't know, there's an episode whenever they're looking for fingerprints, like they're trying to solve some sort of crime. Yeah, and he's and, like dust for fingerprints. Yeah, or, or dust dust for prints. Yeah, dust for prints. And uh, yes. she comes in holding prints. Yeah, the, the musician. Singer, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and he's like, no, fingerprints. And she, like, looks at him and then says, I don't, I don't think, think so. <laughs> and then tosses him away. Yeah. And as a kid, you're just like, ha, ha, ha. That's fingerprints. funny. That's yeah. fingerprints. You didn't understand the joke. Yeah. As an adult, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were just talking about finger fucking prints. <laughs> I wonder if Prince ever saw that and was just like, I wonder what he thought. I, I would love to know if he if his he reaction to it. His yeah. reaction would be he probably would hate it actually. Probably maybe. He I don't hated know. most things that he didn't create. Yeah. <laughs> like people can say what they will about he was a breathtaking musician. Right. But he was by all accounts crazy and kind of an asshole. From what I've heard. Most really famous musicians are, unfortunately. Yeah, which is fine because he was a great musician and it, it's okay for him to be. I do like the fact that we never really knew how many songs he actually wrote for people yeah. until he died. And then people were finally like comfortable with saying like, oh yeah, he wrote all of these hits. Right. Like I didn't know for years that, or until he died actually that he, uh, he wrote um, Nothing Compares to You. I didn't know that. And I don't know if that was common knowledge and I was just ignorant to it, but it was, uh, he wrote that and he has a, I think a better version of the song, uh, that he sang. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's that's my thing on Prince. Yeah. Just tell me what else we got about Animaniacs. Uh, (laughs) Slappy Squirrel. I always loved the yes, Slappy Squirrel the, segment. The grumpy, and, uh, the grumpy Squirrel. Yeah, so Slappy Squirrel was played by Sherry Stoner, who was one of the head writers. Oh, yeah? Which is kind of, like, funny that, like, okay, why, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, sometimes that happens. Like, they'll just be writing something, and they'll be like, well, then she does this, and sounds like it. And some producer's like, that's great. That's like, perfect. Put, yeah, put that, we're going to put that in the show or whatever. But then um, Skippy, her nephew, was played by Nathan Ruger, who's the son of Tom Ruger, who's the showrunner. Oh. The producer, yeah. <laughs> and then he's kind of had a career voice acting after that. And I'm just oh, like, really? well, lucky bastard. He That's I not just I looked fair. It, I just kind of looked it up on IMDb and like he's just been in some things and I was like, he kinda got his foot in the door. In a pretty big way. Yeah, yeah uh that was always a good and I and one episode that popped up that I saw was um was it Bramby's mom or Bumby's mom? Uh, maybe Bumby. Yeah, but I it was remember, yeah. basically the spoof off of Bambi, and he had to go find the actress that played Bambi's Bumby's mom or whatever her name yeah. was. I was I remember that episode because like it was a really old grumpy deer, and then she hurried up and turned into a you know the beautiful mother mm-hmm. for uh, 
the kid. What's the kid's name again? Skippy. Skippy. So he didn't cry anymore because he <laughs> he couldn't handle yeah. the death of Bumby's mom. Right. <laughs> I'm going to watch that show tonight. And, like, one of the problems about the show, it's a good problem, is there's so much of it. It's hard to, like, I'm sitting here like, and I don't really remember this episode that much or that bit of that episode but yeah that's there's there's a lot of animaniacs yeah there's there's a lot to digest whenever you, you watch it just basically it, there's like a hundred ch- episodes or 99 something. episodes 99, yeah and there's 234 segments total is what i i found that today um that's why because i was gonna write down all of the segments and <laughs> you're like <laughs> no. and i saw that and i was like no i'm gonna <laughs> write down the characters right but we we have yet to talk about probably the most popular characters that were birthed from uh, birthed from uh, Animaniacs that yeah. weren't Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yes, Pinky yes. and the Brain. <laughs> you know, I I I like to think I can do like maybe twenty five percent of a good impression of Brain, but it's just all I can do is yes. Like, and that's <laughs> I tried to do other than I'm like, no, I'm I really can't like. <laughs> I can't hold it. 25%. That's fine. That's good. But then, like, Pinky, I just, I can't get that high. Like, Narf. Narf. Like, I can't, yeah, I can't get, I can't do it anyways. But, like, the early Pinky is kind of more the, what are we going to do tonight, Brian? But, like, (laughs) but then, like, as it got, he's got kind of a Cockney accent. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but he kind of gets higher and higher as, like, the show goes on until he kind of gets to the point of, like, what were we talking about tonight? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think your I think your pinky's better than your brain. <laughs> Point. <laughs> why did that? Why did those characters take off? Like, what was it about them? Um, one, I think probably the performance. the The actors are both fantastic, but um, I don't know. It was there was just something really charming about pinky and their, the brain. Yeah, and they had a they had a dynamic that like the, none of the other characters in the other segments had because like Mindy and Buttons it was just like she just kind of had the one line like okay I love you lady bye bye and then the dog would just chase her the whole episode yeah and that then, was good enough for like a segment and that yeah. was about it just like just like Katie Kaboom and yeah. Chicken Boo and all that right and it was yeah uh, I'd have to say that you're probably right it's, they were I think Pinky was probably the what sold it the most because there's something yeah. just absolutely adorable about his stupidity yeah and it was he was so innocent and funny right and he was just like well i think so brain but if they called him sad meals nobody will buy them Arf. <laughs> like it, like... it was it's weird that a segment of that show birthed a show by itself yeah well, i mean spinoffs aren't totally uncommon i but... know but it's just like but it was a really successful spinoff. Yeah, like almost as, if not as successful as Animaniacs itself. Yeah. I think it probably went on as long. It had a couple of seasons, anyway, like four seasons, I think. And the an audio fact that I kind of remember that nobody will care about, I think it was the first cartoon to ever be produced in the surround sound. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. But... That's a little bit of your show mixing in here. <laughs> you did it. I did it. <laughs> the mix down has infiltrated. <laughs> I like on your show that your your voice is much lower. Yeah. Much 
Well, I know how precise. to work. Some, sometimes I've, I've heard people say, man, you kind of got a set of pipes. And I'm like, well, I got one pipe and it's the exhaust that goes out the back. And <laughs> nobody's really interested in hearing that one. But uh, <laughs> but I know how to That's work a right, mic. That's guys. Fart jokes. <laughs> Sophisticated fart jokes. But, you know, I, I know how to work a mic and I can kind of, I get I get the tone that I want. But yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I like that. I think it's makes you uh, engage more like Ooh. I think like I listen more because of that if yeah. you would talk like I don't even listen to this show <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how I sound on I don't this think, show I don't think either one of us are engaging <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and both of us are married we're not engaged <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 oh, old man. people jokes you know I had an original idea whenever the show was going like last year um I had an idea that I was going to have you just start recording uh, dad jokes. Yeah. I, I, think gonna, I, remember I was going to pipe him in at the end of the show every episode because I thought that would be funny because yeah. your jokes always make me laugh. Well, you'd be the only one. so That's all that matters. Yeah. I'm only doing this show for me. <laughs> this is my vanity project. Yeah. But now I could just make fart jokes. and <laughs> Pipe jokes. Pipe jokes. Lay some pipe. Oh, wait. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now nah, we don't work blue here. Yeah, <laughs> this was a family show. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Um, but yeah, like Pinky and the Brain, it I don't know. It had um, it also had kind of a revolving door. I wouldn't say it's a continuous storyline, right? But it had the revolving door where they always start and end at the same place, and I think that that's there's a formula in that that works. Yeah. And so it's easy to just watch, even if you miss an episode or whatever, you can just pick it right yeah, back pick up. It, up and, it is also, it's the one segment of Animaniacs that stood out from all the rest because yeah. of that reason too, because it began and ended the same way. And it, I think lasted longer. Like as far as like, it's <laughs> usually it, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's length of time. <laughs> We'll just, let's pause for a moment. Yeah, let's hang on a second. <laughs> it's not even the the Asian cat that is doing it. Yeah, no, it's it's the hyper one. Hey, there. <laughs> we got we got we, what are you guys talking about? I want the bottle. Yeah. You want some attention? I guess you would be an immature. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I put it down there so I wouldn't keep doing this like every time. Slamming it down. Yeah. So I put it down there. Well, once you once you put it down like a human, don't don't you have to. Just not like Thor, like, I'll have another. <laughs> Nobody puts their drink down like that. What do you do? It is Even, kind of a noisy bottle, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just like, so that's why I was like, I'll just put it down on the floor. Not, not if she's in here, you won't. Apparently not. So Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, Pinky in the Brain. So, but it, it was formulaic. It had a great dynamic. And the the voices, I think, were two of the more memorable 
performances and the, like the one that people remember most. So yeah, they were um, for... standout, really, good. Yeah. and they contrasted each other. Yeah, uh, very well. Like it was, or not contrasted. They um, complemented yeah, each other, kind of foils of each other. Yeah, yeah. They were they were contrast. Like it was. Yeah, I get what you're low. Saying menacing almost voice yeah, the, to the hyper the innocent high-pitched and then one was tall accent. and one was short and yeah with a huge head yeah that's me <laughs> but yes. i'm not nearly as smart <laughs> you know have he never successfully took over the world so you know what so neither have i and i so i feel like you're probably on about the same page same. really <laughs> And one of the things I love is there were a few times that Brain got, like, really close and couldn't pull the trigger on it. Like, there was an episode where, um, basically, he it was a Christmas episode, and there was he put some kind of radio frequency modulator thing and, like, all these hot toys that sold for Christmas. Like, every kid in the world had one. And so, like, on Christmas Day, when every kid opened their whatever bear toy thing that like he started talking and everybody was hypnotized and it was like working like he was going to take over the world everybody was going to do his bidding or whatever he wanted but um pinky had like written a christmas list like for santa and he wanted brain to like mail it off or whatever and brain like wouldn't do it so he was pestering him with it and he was like fine just give me the thing i'm trying to do my speech and he reads it and he's like it's just like this little message. It was like, you know, Santa, if you have anything for me this year, please just, you know, give it to my friend Brain because he tries so hard and he works tirelessly and he never gets what he wants. And I just want him to be happy for once. Yeah, and he and gets it was like just the like, big eye, like the big, like watery eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And so his proclamation to the world as his order was just everybody to have a Merry Christmas. And he, so he couldn't like pull the trigger on actual world domination and. It's almost like Brain was actually like a good person, and <laughs> a little bit. And there's a there was like a theory that I read once that like Pinky was actually the smart one, because if you think about it, most of the time you know Brain would be like, "So I'm gonna do this and this," and then and then uh, Pinky would be like, "Oh yeah, oh no 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 no," uh, and then he would tell him why it wouldn't work, and he wouldn't believe him, and then that's why it didn't work, <laughs> like. That that's a pretty good theory, actually. I like that. But um, I knew there was some sort of theory that he was a smart one, or he was yeah. he was the actual brain, or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's uh. And then my favorite episode of all time of that was Pinky and the Brain and Larry. Yeah, you. I remember you. <laughs> I went home and watched the the opening bit for the theme song for it, and it was yeah, it was like the only time they ever changed the theme song that I know of. And Larry. It was Pinky and the Brain and Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Spinky and the brain, Larry. It's like one is a genius, the other's insane, and the other's Larry. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And, and why they had Larry fine, like the the three of the Three Stooges as a mouse in the show, was just because they knew Billy West, the the actor, and he had this flawless impression of Larry, and they were just like, well, we just we got to use that in the show. I don't know, we have to, and that's. That's how they did it. And that's how that episode came to be. It was just because he did a damn good impression of Larry Fine. And uh, the episode <laughs> itself, like, isn't that great. Not really, but... But it's funny because if you know that that's the reason 
yeah. they did it because I watched it after you told me that, and I was just like, seriously, that's the only reason I watched it again, and it's it's really damn yeah. funny. Yeah, it's great, but um, man, like I'm kind of getting into the into the cast a little bit of it, but the um, the cast of Animaniacs and including Pinky and the Brain, um, it was one of those amazing like once in a generation casts um because you hear a lot about like the simpsons and futurama and um like the justice league cartoon and kevin conroy kevin conroy and all this but like everybody wants a piece of those shows like um what'd you say earlier adventure time yeah. was another like big cast show where people loved that it was a great cast and everything but like I think people leave out Animaniacs sometimes. And it shouldn't because, like shouldn't. you said, the the voice actors in there are iconic. Yeah. Like, and I don't – maybe people don't – because I didn't realize till you know, like I was an adult and, like, how many amazing actors that are, like, prolific beyond Animaniacs were on that show. And it was voice cast by uh, Andrea Romano, and she did Batman and Justice League, and she's done a million shows. Uh, so she always gets a great cast. Right. And, uh, but Rob Paulson is Yak- Yakko and Pinky and Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. Uh, and he's always a great character, too, but he only shows up, like, in the Warner's bits. But yeah. Man. He's uh You stupid kids, you don't understand. <laughs> you know, this is great. <laughs> Cause I remember like the one of the first bits he has hair until they show up. Yeah, and then he's, he's bald like, for like the a rest good, of- good head of hair and <laughs> Dr. Otto Van Scratch and Sniff, Psychoanalyst to the stars. And he just and he rips yeah, all his hair out. Pretty solid, that's a pretty solid impression too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. know. But- don't be all bashful about it. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, and then Rob Paulson went on to, I mean, he was half your childhood because he was Raphael in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was before Animaniacs, but he was, uh, Carl, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I and, forgot and about I think that. that people, that's one of the, like, people don't make the links sometimes for, for, from Animaniacs But when you know things. it and you, you can hear it yeah. in his voice, like, Are you going he has to a very... That He's got a very distinct voice, right? And it's, it's, and it's not a bad thing because, like, you would think that oh, because you can hear it, he's not a yeah. good voice actor. That's not the case at all. He's a yeah, brilliant. I mean, if voice you know actor. enough about voice actors, they all kind of have a a timber to their voice yeah. that you can pick up on. There's and, a lot and, of times where I can tell who who it is, and it's just not it's not because I'm super good with I'm not good with names or anything yeah. like that, but I I can hear the certain you know cadence in their yeah. in their voice and it's uh it's same thing with Rob Paulson I can tell who it is just right but then sometimes he'll pull one like where I I don't know who he is cuz he was Mark Chang on Fairly Odd Parents the alien that had like a the California like this planet is not that was like, him yeah, that's him like so like the great voice actors always have something they like that they pull out right of their out of their ass. That, yeah, that's just like I did oh, not okay. know that was him. That's yeah. Speaking of Fairly Odd Parents, I was Cosmo for Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. Michelle was obviously Wanda. Nice. I just thought I'd bring that up. Did you find any nickels or? No, I did not. 
<laughs> that's a good reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a, a really good, good reference. <laughs> the good news is I found a nickel. No, the good news is I named him Philip. The bad news is he's a girl nickel. <laughs> Stupid. Talk about another great show. Yeah. Well, talk about Butch Hartman. Like, he pumped out a lot of great shows. Wasn't there some, there's something about Butch Hartman that people do not like now? And I you know remember. what? There, I think there might be something that he said or did that. And I can't quite remember not. what it was, but it's something like a lot of people really fell out of love with him, which is unfortunate because Fairly Odd Parents was yeah pretty great. Well, topic for another time, maybe. Yes, for but, sure. Um, other great cast like Jess Harnell was uh, wacko, mm-hmm. and that was primarily what he was on the show. Not to say that he wasn't like varied and talented, and he he's been in other things, but. He also was anytime they made fun of the Beatles, he was basically all four of the Beatles. Like he's got oh, really? he got a killer impression for like all the Beatles, because Wacko's voice is based off uh, John. Yeah. So yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. So he's kind of got this killer Beatles thing that he. So anytime they made fun of the Beatles, which wasn't like often, but, no. but some they were sometimes, they would have a Beatles joke or something. So he was normally any any one of the four Beatles. But anyway. And then Jess Hern- or uh, Tress McNeil was Dot, and Tress McNeil has been on more things than you can imagine. I but can imagine a lot of things. But she's a she's kind of normally a background character actress, like she plays a lot of newscasters and, um, you know, like one off characters and people that only really? have a you know role every once in a while. Yeah. But she was she starred as Dot, and I, I like I'm trying to remember anything where she starred as you know something other than Dot. But she she plays a lot of like kind of background characters, but she's good at it. She just kind of has that really official, you know, she can do that really official like lady voice, like an announcer or a newscaster right. or a teacher. But yeah, she she was on The Simpsons and Futurama, and I think Family Guy. And she's just kind of she's done a lot of shit is over she, the uh, years. Uh, is she a newscast? The newscaster on Futurama? Yeah, Linda. Yeah, Linda and Morbo. See, I know a little bit about yeah, that. And then she's, like she's like that lady. She goes, <laughs> like yeah. So <laughs> she's done kind of a lot of that. But um, she is one of like maybe after June Foray is like one of like the preeminent voice actresses like ever like paved the way for other you know female you know actors to to go and do their thing and to get their shot and to have more you know women in in voice acting because at least all through the probably like the 40s when you're talking about like the radio dramas and stuff all the way up to the 80s it was a lot of guys doing there's a lot of muscle bound yeah. cartoons and stuff. And they might have one chick. Right. Like, and she's like the princess and he'd saved or whatever. Yeah. But that's one of the things I loved about dot was that she, she always is like, no, I'm here too. Cause they would be like, it's the Warner brothers. She go, and the Warner sister. Yep. Like, don't you fucking forget it. Which somebody pointed out said that it's, uh, the Warner brothers. Mm-hmm. And then she's the dot at the end. Yeah. The Warner bros dot. Yeah. yeah. The little dot like- for the, that's kind of clever. Right. It's adorable, too. Right. She's, um... And she's uh, cute. Wacko is probably my favorite one, though, yeah. honestly. Uh, I thought he was the potty emergency. <laughs> the potty emergency. I, just, I don't know and why. The, the... I, anytime we're at work and, like, I would... 
<laughs> I would like have to go pee. I would tell uh, Connie. I was like, I was like, Connie, body emergency, and then run to the bathroom. And then she go, what the fuck? She's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, like, I also like something that always astounded me about like was the googie, the face. The... Oh yeah. It was like some face that he like trained. There was like a whole episode about how he trained to make the most annoying like face ever. And I was like, man, how did this get written? <laughs> like, it's so random. It's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it at the same time. I but it's do. just like. I absolutely love it. Like, <laughs> like, why? Why did they write that? Like, right. it's so silly. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, other great cast on the show. Uh, Frank Welker, yeah, played Runt and Buttons, and he's he does a lot of dogs and stuff. And he was kind of various other voices, but he um, he's the original Fred from Scooby Doo. That's what I was gonna say. And then later, after Don Messick died, he was Scooby Doo. Yeah. So he's like, and he's done everything probably pre two thousand. Any like monster or creature or animal that you can think of that was like famous in a cartoon or a cart animated movie was probably Frank Welker. Yeah. He's done a lot of like animal sounds and big monsters. He's and stuff. one of the few voice actors. Cause I'm not, you have an affinity for voice actors. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Um, <laughs> but Frank Welker is one of the few that I, can... and he's like legitimately famous too. Like he's yeah. been in a lot of big productions and stuff and he's been on camera and things. Yeah, People um, know him. Like... Yeah. And one of the cool things, there's a website where you can go and look, and it's like, um, basically, it, it ranks actors by um, titles and projects that they've worked on and how much accumulative money all those projects, like, put together have made. So, like, every movie that Johnny Depp's ever been in. So, he's, like, on the list, you know, the top probably five or whatever. I can't remember. But anyway, number one was Frank Welker by, like, a long shot. Real, well, that makes sense. He's been he's at been it for... In, yeah. Since like six years. <laughs> so it's like he's he's been tied to a lot of huge projects. All every Scooby Doo project you can think of and you know, well damn near all of them. But um Yeah, I think like, he has been in all of them, I think. Well, there there have been recasts. There's been things where he was only Scooby or only Fred or yeah. or maybe he wasn't either one, but oh, I thought he was in either. I don't I, I wanna say that there had been some remakes where maybe he wasn't in it but um but anyway so but yeah he's his name's been tied to a lot of humongous projects animated and otherwise casey Kasem. yeah casey Kasem is shaggy and as i said earlier kevin conroy that's yeah that's the one i know the that's, most yeah. yeah well i mean for good reason too yeah um and then maurice lamarche he was the brain and squit the bird one of the, Squid the he's, oh, he's one yeah. of the good the good feathers kind of forgot they all had names yeah well I, and i had to look up <laughs> write down that name because i was like yeah i i know that they all kind of have names but i mostly know i think the guy is doing like a joe pesci that he's like yeah he's like there was an episode like with a, a parrot and he was like probably want a cracker and he's like are you calling me a cracker he was like, are you saying that I am some large sodium-covered square here to, uh, to amuse you? And they're like, that's like he would always flip out about, like, this dumbest stuff. Like Again, more references that the, the kids just would not get. Right. It's, it's weird that they put the stuff in there because, like, this is a show made for children. 
and they put very clearly Goodfellas references right. in, throughout the show. And, like, I, I don't know. I, I find it baffling to me that they did that right. knowing what it was for. Like, <laughs> I guess maybe they were trying to make it so, like, adults could watch it with yeah. their kids. Well, Ron Paulson said in a lot of interviews that they never talked down to the audience. Like, they always counted on you getting the joke. So, like, I think that they just, they wrote that stuff in because they knew parents would be watching and, you know. parents would have a good laugh with their kids. That is, you know what, that would be, it's a good bonding moment. Right. For uh, parents and kids. But also. I don't think my parents ever watched it with me. Yeah, my parents didn't. That's why I I never could remember what channel it was on at what time because they didn't watch it, so. I knew what channel Nickelodeon was on, and I remembered what time, like, SpongeBob and the Fairly Odd Parents and stuff was on. Like, that was about the most I could remember. Some of the Disney Channel stuff when we got it, but. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jeff Bennett, one of his first big shows was Animaniacs. He ended up being uh, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> and he's he was one of the Penguins of Madagascar, and, uh, you know, he. He's done a lot with his career, but I think he got his big break on Animaniacs, and he was just kind of like various background voices I and stuff. hate Johnny Bravo because I have to hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> oh, people call you that? Yes. Because my name is Johnny, legally. Johnny Jake. Yeah. Yeah, legally, Johnny Jake. <laughs> Some. And no, that is not a story I will be getting into on this right. podcast. My name is Jake for all of you guys. They, some call him Jake. I'm Jake. <laughs> That's an inside joke that you will get eventually once I remember to find <laughs> I legitimately laughed so hard whenever he sent that to me. The, the trailer or the song? The, that the I trailer made? and the song. Uh, the song I laughed real fucking hard. I know because I made you. Yeah, he, re- made you he made me live react because okay. So I recently left the job that we both worked at, and so he did. <laughs> made him a goodbye present. He made me a goodbye present, which was uh, George Washington's going home from Hamilton. From Hamilton, but he interspersed uh, Jake was Johnny Jake or did you do uh, Jake Overton's going? Jake home? Overton's Jake going Overton's home. going home, and it was. Uh, Fucking beautiful, and he kept he would put in the I'm Jake. <laughs> yeah, I took a sound bit from one of the episodes where of the beginning of every episode where he says I'm Jake, and that was the only like bit of audio that I had of him. But I what was even funnier was I just held my phone up to my microphone. He didn't even rip like he could have asked me for the yeah. audio. He didn't like. Like, it's not like we're friends outside of this podcast. And he yeah. could have been like, he could have texted me and be like, hey, can I borrow some audio? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. No, I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> but it added it added so much flavor to the humor of it. It did, because it was like significantly lower it, quality. Yeah, it sounds like, I'm Jake. <laughs> So stupid. I'm gonna put that trailer. I'm gonna put that trailer ahead of one of these. Yeah. Well, you're talking about it now, so I'm gonna you, put it on this episode. You better, because people are gonna be real confused. You now. have to resend it to me so I can do it. Okay. By Saturday. Yeah, no problem. I think I've still got it in that Google thing, Drive thing I sent you. But anyway, 
And then the last uh, actor I wanted to mention that was just it was odd that she was on it a lot was Nancy Cartwright was Mindy. Nancy Cartwright, um, Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Nelson and Ralph. Yes. <laughs> I am in danger. <laughs> like. <it's> just... <laughs> Oh, and she was uh, Chucky. She was like the second Chucky on Rugrats. Oh, I thought you were talking about oh, Chucky. Not, not the doll. I was like, <laughs> no, no, she wasn't. <laughs> the, no, on Rugrats, she was. Uh, there were two actresses that played Chucky, and she was one of them. I can't remember. If she was the first or second. I didn't realize one. there was two. Whoever, I mean, whoever they picked, both of them sounded yeah. like seamless. Like I, I didn't know they were. Nah, I mean, I guess probably. If I were to watch it now, I'd probably hear the difference. Yeah. It's like that whole uh, Jeremy Irons, Jim Cummings. Yeah. Uh, be prepared thing. Like, I didn't hear that as a kid. And then somebody yeah. told me it and I could hear it yeah, distinctly. Yeah, Jim it Cummings. ruins the song. <laughs> <laughs> Although when you listen to that song, it sounds like they tried to bury his voice. Like, so you wouldn't hear it as well. So you wouldn't understand that it was a, a, a different completely factor. different person. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's that's fairly common. Is actually is uh is actors that don't sing in character like that and like on screen actors that don't sing like in their voice character roles that they do right so it's it's actually not that uncommon plus maybe they decide to add a song later at some point in production and that person's already done their lines and gone and they're not going to give them another million dollars to come back and but it's different so whenever it's literally in the middle of the song and it changes like <laughs> yeah. this not even like it's not even like the entire song is him or, you know, it's a seamless transition. It's he screams, you won't get a sniff without me. Right. And then all of a sudden Winnie the Pooh got pissed off and he starts singing about his, you know, his Nazi song. <laughs> By the way, since I'm, I'm looking up, Christine Cavanaugh was the other Chucky Finster. Was she the first or second? Um, Looks like the first because it says she died at 51 so i'm gonna guess she was the first one selfish woman (laughs) well she was also the dexter from dexter's laboratory and babe from the pig movie oh my god yeah she i I mean not so much babe but like i can hear it in dexter yeah and there were two if i remember right there's two actresses that played dexter too because i imagine there had to have been yeah (laughs) but uh oh yeah jeff bennett was talking that's dexter's dad i forgot is it really? Yeah, since I'm on here looking, I'm like, oh yeah, how about that? So, yeah, yeah. Jeff Bennett is actually like, he's he's really fantastic. Like, and he's not like a huge household name for as far as voice actors go, but like, I he's fantastic. Because uh, like I said, Johnny Bravo, and uh, he was one of the Penguins of Madagascar. Like his voice is and, pretty just dis- like different like in his roles right yeah like because go from like johnny bravo to um he was on the the captain hook like peter pan cartoon that they did not so awful long ago the he was like the first mate guy smee yeah the kind of the chubby guy with the blue stripe white shirt yeah that's so he goes from johnny bravo to that oh yeah Wait, and he voiced in that Peter in the Disney Peter Pan? Well, it was in the newer cartoon, like that they. Oh, uh, one of the sequels that they did. Yeah, it was one of the newer ones that, not the original, but still, that's yeah. But he, I, I remember watching him like in an interview, dude. Like, like, he pinches a cheek like this, and he's like, 
come on, Captain, and like that's how he does and that. I get that before. Yeah, it's, uh, sort he's, of hollow sound. Yeah, like I can't remember any of the like real lines because I didn't watch it, but I just remember yes, like you did watching the interview and they had some clips and he was like, "Yeah, this is how I did it." So I, it's a little bit bubbly, but not too much or whatever. And he was like, "After four hours, it kind of hurts, but you know, like." But that money makes it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm a voice actor nerd. And like, I got a humongous compliment from a friend of mine uh, a little while ago, but he was recommending a show to me and basically was like, well, I'm glad you like that show because I consider you an expert in Western animation. And I was like, thank you. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. He really is like, yo, he, he just comes up and he would start spitting like this random knowledge about voice actors and i'm just like man i thought i was a nerd yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i you know like the shining <laughs> here i am <laughs> let me tell you about uh how they how they send that animation off to korea and get it all animated and sent back and then they have to redo all the voice lines what was it they did uh, for the what was it the sixth season of X Men animated series? Did you do you remember hearing about this? I mean, it was years ago, but like uh, you'll have to give me some more because it was the animation bells. quality dropped because like they outsourced the animation to like Korea or something to that, and it was a completely different animation series. Yeah. So the the quality had dropped drastically, and it just looked like garbage. And it was like. For them to save money so they could put out a sixth mm -hmm. unnecessary season. I was just thinking about that because you said that. Well, so like Warner Brothers and Disney used to draw all their cells by hand. And then they would have they would have a main animator, like some, you know, somebody that would normally be of some notoriety amongst like the production world. And then like they would draw a, the main figure like every, you know, so many cells or whatever. So, like, they would draw, like, the main funny poses, like, the things that stand out. And then somebody else, like, an assistant, would draw all the in-between. The smears. Yeah, the little smears or the little, you know, different, like, this finger goes up or down or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then as digital animation started to become more prevalent because it was cheaper, uh, a couple of big studios in Korea took off. And a lot of companies started outsourcing their animation to South Korea. And then having it shipped back, and like that's still pretty common today. Most most big animation studios go to one of the studios in Korea. I said I'm not 100 percent sure it was but, in Korea, but I, I know that the yeah. qu the quality had dropped uh, pretty drastically. Um, I mean, I'm not real familiar with that story, but it doesn't shock me to because uh, X Men was getting into the late 90s, right? So it was yeah, it was. It was probably starting to leave the hand-drawn animation and they ended they were ending the show like the creators were ending the show in the fifth season and they came to a natural conclusion yeah. and then fox was like well no we need more episodes to finish the fifth season and then they finished the fifth season with this crappy animation mm -hmm. and then did a whole nother uh season that was utter garbage and made no sense like somebody I watched a video and they said it basically went out with a with all the all the class of a wet fart all the nuance of a fetid belch <laughs> <laughs> that's so much better sounding 
I, re- I stole that from Top Gear, actually, of all things. Oh. <laughs> Here, I but, thought you were being creative. No, never that. <laughs> I just, I have enough references to things that I can make you think I'm creative. <laughs> that's that's, what we all do. That's, yeah. It's just one of my favorite lines. So the only real line I remember from Top Gear, other than like, you know, the power and all that Jeremy Clarkson stuff that he, but he, uh, I just remember that, you know, they always have those competitions like build a car or whatever. It'll always be really stupid. And Jeremy Clarkson came out and he said, be prepared to be blown away by the turbulence of my magnificence. And then James May looked at the camera and said, I'm prepared to be, um, you know, astounded by the incompetence of his fetid belch or whatever. (laughs) That's pretty good, though. But yeah, you used it well. You used it well. What else we got on Animaniacs? We got anything um, else? Yeah, so Animaniacs was one of the one of the last great shows that had live uh, orchestration because they went to digital synthesized orchestration stuff right. because it was cheaper. So like Animaniacs and the Looney Tunes and Tiny Tunes and all that Warner Brothers animation was really famous for having that live orchestrated music right. where the the music was all on a beat and the things that the characters did lined up with the music. Like somebody gets hit and there's a big cymbal crash or somebody's sneaking and there's a little like, ding, 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 you know, and that was all live orchestrated stuff. I wonder and if they're going to do that right now. If they're, uh, well, you know what? I don't, I don't know, but my gut tells me probably not. Yeah. Because most animation that, um, like today and most animation of like the last, 10 or 15, 20 years or so they haven't, they haven't, it's all been like digital stuff because it's cheaper and it doesn't, it doesn't sound terrible, but like it just loses a little bit of sparkle, I think. Right. And normally it's just one guy, you know, sitting at a keyboard or synthesizing all this stuff. And it's probably not as much, um, with that on beat with the action on screen and that kind of thing. He's just sort of. Yeah, it's just like the the tr- scene transitions and stuff, like Family Guy, like where they're just like the the uh, the establishing shot of like the house where yeah. it's like yeah, you're right, yeah. And, but but a lot of those shows had live orchestration and up to a certain point because I remember like Futurama had live orchestra and Family Guy had live orchestra and Simpsons had live orchestra until like a certain point where it was just like okay, we can't really afford this anymore. Well, and I mean. Maybe it's not so much we can't afford it, but we're gonna cut it because it we can save money and have like ninety percent of the same thing. Yeah, something like Family Guy and and I would imagine Futurama like it's not super necessary. Yeah, <coughs> but with like Animaniac, it was kind of integral yeah. to the entire show. And that's that Warner Brothers style was the just have that music and to have everything be on the beat and stuff and. Um, I remember I've listened to every episode of Rob Paulson's podcast, Talking Tunes, and he talked about like the musicians that work on those types of things, like Animaniacs, and you know they probably sit down in a session in a studio and knock out projects like for all kinds of stuff, like daily, right? But he was like, those people are like mutants, like those people. <laughs> can read music faster than you can read your native language. Like those people are insane. Cause basically what they do is, um, 
the it was Steve and Julie Bernstein who worked on the music, like for the orchestration. Now Randy Rogel wrote most of the lyrics for like the great songs and stuff, but the Bernsteins did most of the orchestration stuff. And basically, they would these musicians would come in like the San Francisco uh, San Francisco Orchestra or whoever they were would come and sit down, and this would be stuff they'd never read or heard or seen before. And they could play it and read it at the same time and, like, stuff that they'd never seen before. It would be like trying to read a book out loud that you'd never read before, like, and not make any mistakes. And these people are that good. And it's just, like, insane to think that that they could be that good at it. And that they would watch. They they said, like, they'd project project it, like, up on the screen so they could follow along, like, with the cues and stuff. Like I said, like, if they're tiptoeing and they're making that ding, 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 this kind of sound, like, the person on the xylophone or whatever could follow along and but just like imagine trying to knock that out and be that good at anything yeah (laughs) i'm not that good at most things i try like the stuff that i'm pretty proud of i'm not even yeah in the same ballpark as them probably i'm pretty proud of this podcast yeah and this is garbage (laughs) garbage human garbage Uh, so what do we expect from the new Animaniacs? So we know that there's 13 episodes. Yep. That the main cast is back. So uh, Tress, Jess, and Paul Rob Paulson, and um, and Rob Paulson sounds great. Yeah, and he does sound great. And he went through cancer, like, yeah. like quietly, very quietly, very quietly went through cancer, throat cancer, which is like you gotta you gotta have like some balls to come back after that because I would be like. I don't even if I people assured me that I sounded the same I would be like no I don't yeah <laughs> like He's... but yeah he um I remember in his book um he basically said that he didn't know if he was gonna be able to make the cut or not because he wasn't sure if he could perform at that level anymore right. and he's like I he was kind of something along the lines of like I think I could do new characters with my voice the way it is now and people wouldn't have anything to compare it to but, but this is doing... Yakko and Pinky yeah, I have to sound like Yakko and Pinky, and he was like, and I don't, you know, he was like scared. He didn't know if he could actually pull it off or not. And so, from um, what I've seen, yeah, and heard, it sounds yeah. spot on. Like, yeah, I, I don't hear um, a difference. No, and you know, there's none the, of them actually in the audio any. world. There's there's tip little tricks and things like now you don't want to go and completely morph somebody's performance right but like you can speed it up a little bit and that's that's been a pretty common trick over the years like when they bring an old cartoon back like the jetsons or something and the actors are all 80 right and they so have to they have to speed them up, shift up yeah, a little have, bit yeah just to to get some of that old out of their voice but uh, <laughs> get some of that seasoning out yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know there's little tricks and things that they can do but yeah like he they, they sound good from the trailer like and of course Steven Spielberg's involved yep and uh Tom Rieger is involved the showrunner um and I think Randy Rogel ha- has come back to write some stuff and if I rem- if they I know that Randy Rogel has written an updated version of Yakko's World yeah I don't know if it'll be in the show for sure but I'm guessing it will be I'm assuming it will be as well yeah um I, I, I'm assuming you think they're going to do the same thing, same like bits they're going to do. I think there will probably be fewer bits. Pinky and the Brain, obviously. Yeah, Pinky and the Brain I, I are bet confirmed. Katie Kaboom probably won't show up. Probably not. Uh, what was the other one? Minerva. See, I can't even. Minerva Mink. Yeah. 
Probably not, but the I good, bet we get good feathers. Good I, feathers I think there's a strong possibility. Of good feathers. Slappy squirrel. I bet Slappy we'll squirrel is probably. I bet we even get Mindy and Buttons. Yeah, probably. I could see that happening. That that was probably one of the few yeah. that I remember readily. Right. Because the little girl was cute. Right. But. But not as cute as Dot. No, not as cute as Dot. She had a whole thing. You got a thing they, for Dot, <laughs> don't you? No, there's that's the song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Babe, she's she cute, is cute, cute, cute. <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. I can't wait for it to. Yeah, to dude, pop I've up. been, I've been waiting. It's been and years. In fact, like the the cousins that I had mentioned that would like come over and watch it sometimes. I've been talking with my uncle, and they're like they're sitting over there like salivating too. Like it's just like cannot wait for this to come out so that we can all get together and talk about it. I'm not gonna lie. So, I'm gonna. I'm not. I, like as soon as we're done recording here, I'm probably gonna watch a couple episodes of Animaniacs. Yeah. Legitimately, all this talking about. It. That's why I wanted to do that before you came over, and then I didn't. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at doing what I say I'm gonna do. Right. I've been watching it at night a lot. Like I'll go to bed and I'll turn like the brightness on the TV like way down, and then I'll just put it on and just kind of watch it till I get tired enough to go to sleep. But I've I've been watching it on and off a lot. Yeah, it's. I remember being great, and, uh, and uh, all of this talk about it really kind of reinvigorated me. Wanted yeah. me to, wants me to watch it again. Um, yeah, I think that um, there there is like a the, a friend of mine, my friend Mike, and turned me onto this phrase called anticipation. <laughs> oh, it's what like, happens whenever like George Lucas releases another Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like I'm excited. I'm in, you know, uh, but I'm I'm anticipating the show to come out, but I'm I'm also anticipating maybe being disappointed because there's a lot of things that can go wrong. That in is a true. Cult, you know, followed show like Animaniacs, but it could be absolute garbage. <laughs> I well, don't think it will be because no. there's too many of the original. I think yeah, we've got involved. a few things going for us. We've got a short season, which yeah. hopefully means no filler. Right. And, you know, like everything could Which be show concentrated kind of on. all filler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but hopefully. Like Naruto or anything. <laughs> 200 episodes later, we get back to the it's plot. main story. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z. Like, they've been throwing punches for 30 episodes. Like, this better be a killer punch. Yeah. Like, just like just 20 minutes of one guy powering up his punch. Like, oh. <laughs> but, damn uh, it. But I think you know we've got a short uh, number of episodes, which is good and bad. Uh, if we get thirteen great episodes, I won't complain. But if yeah. we get some stinkers, I'll be like, ah, I wish maybe they'd done some more. Maybe have some more good ones. I don't but, know. I kind of I worry that like we get thirteen great episodes, and then I'll want more. Yeah. So if but, it's any of them were stinkers, I might be like, eh, at least it was only thirteen. Yeah. But then we've got the original cast and most of the original crew is coming back to work on it. So it, it's got things going in its favor. So I don't think it, I really do not think it's going to suck. I don't think yeah. it's going to be garbage. I think it's I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it's going to be as good or almost as good as the original run of right. the show. And I didn't notice it until I saw a picture today. They they're comparing the animation mm -hmm. of uh, the original run of it and now. There are differences between the characters, how they're drawn, and I didn't yeah. realize it, but it's so slight. It's it's an updated version. I don't think that's yeah. a, a bad thing. I don't, yeah. I've not heard anybody complain about it either. Well, I mean, a little facelift probably never hurt anything after no. 20 years, but... 
Yeah, you couldn't um, draw it exactly the same now, probably, because right. then you'd have people being like, "Ugh, God, look at this animation." Yeah, they look so chunky or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and like, so <laughs> damn body image doesn't <laughs> stop it. Well, like here's like a little fun story. I remember like, um, so Steven Spielberg, you know, he's Steven Spielberg. Yeah, he's the guy. He's yeah, the guy in Hollywood, and he he saw the test animation like come back, and he almost like threw it all away because like the lines were too thick like the line the outlines on the animation really? was like too thick and for just because he's steven spielberg and he he was just almost was like take my name off of it throw it away like i don't want anything to do with it if it's this is gonna how it's gonna look so they i'm glad he i mean well they were like oh yeah mr spielberg we'll, we'll work on that right away and we'll just we'll get that you know and so they they came back and they gave, and the... gave him what he wanted but I like that he was just going to give up that quick. He's just like, I don't want this. This looks <laughs> stupid. Not like, go back to formula. Not like, yeah. try again. It was, I don't want my name on this. It's like, well, um, and then maybe that's... Maybe that was his move. His move to like, they're going to do what I want if I threaten to... He could have also just been like, hey, I don't like this. Change it. Yeah, but he's Steven Spielberg. So he had to make a dramatic... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't really don't know what he's like as a person. I, I don't either, actually. Everything I ever heard, like most mostly what I heard is Rob Paulson talking about him, but apparently he was just like an immaculately good guy. Like, just, I have heard that he's a good dude. Like, yeah. But I always like to imagine he's kind of a drama queen, just because I think yeah, it's maybe. funny. Yeah, but he also he has enough power to he can be a drama do, queen. He can okay. Do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he's Steven. Oh, he's he Steven's. has made some stinkers lately. Has he? I don't I mean, really been Ready Player One. To, Oh yeah, I forgot he was involved in that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, think he directed it, but he was involved in it at least. Yeah, and he watched it and said, "Yeah." He said, "Yeah, the, my name can be on this. The lines aren't too thick on this one." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, Ready Player One is not a great movie, but I had a lot of fun watching Ready Player One. Like, you put it in, get it in 4K and, and surround sound. It's just like it's a good fucking time, but not, it's not a great story it not gonna make lie i've never watched it but i also have no interest in it it oh, didn't man. look super good to me i mean i had a lot of fun i mean, i was just had like a smile on my face the entire time but then every time they tried to like have the plot i was like oh this <laughs> like story again yeah. Ugh, <laughs> give me back god or uh king kong like throwing around cars like that was cool now i don't want this <laughs> well, like at one point the kids like uh, there's some people related to the kid. I'll try not to get be too specific in case people get mad about spoilers. But like they they the die movie's like they die in an accident, and he just oh no, and then like literally thirty seconds later he's fine. Like he's just dealing with it, and it's like no big deal. Well, we got stuff to do, so let's get back to it. And, like yeah, like and he just <laughs> so uh, like, I can't do that. That's <laughs> it's not a great movie. The story apparently the the adaptation of the from the book like they they lost a lot of the charm and stuff of it but but just to like sit there and watch it i was like see i heard the book was as irritating as the movie because the 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 main character in the book is just an absolute asshole well there's no redeeming qualities to from again from what i understand i haven't read the book either but but it's what i heard was that the, the main character has no redeeming qualities and the entire time you read it, you think like, okay, he's gonna get his comeuppance or he's gonna learn a lesson. Yeah. No, that's he's just that's who he is, and he wins in the end. And it's just like, shit. 
Yeah. I never got that feeling, I guess, of him from the movie, but I think that the, all the references and stuff work in the movie better than they did in the book. Because I think with somebody that read were it, there, me were there, there was do you too know many. if there were that many references in the Well, you said it was like getting bombarded with like background information about the references that were in whatever story oh, they were really? and stuff. And he was like, and it just doesn't work all that well. But on screen, Sonic and Mario and Wreck It Ralph can walk by or whatever in the background, and it's fine because they're just back there and they don't have to totally stop cool. and yeah. say anything about it. Wreck It Ralph? I don't remember. I remember Sonic for sure. I think the some of the guys from Overwatch, the the game were in it, um, and then Iron Giant, Iron Giant was, but Batmobile. there were, yeah, the Batmobile, but there was a lot of stuff just kind of in the background of like people walking around, like video game characters. And I I kind of want to watch it just for that, like the references and stuff like yeah. that. But well, come, I, I come over sometime and just watch it in four K and four K and surround sound, and you'll have a great time. I, I did I did get upset though because I know that Iron Giant and it like he uses all of his lasers and shit and I'm like that's not how that works yeah that's not who that character well and I think is. also it was like a mech being piloted and it wasn't the character oh. of the Iron Giant either way yeah just make yeah. A, just make a mech you don't have to make an Iron Giant don't do that to the character <laughs> I think it was Iron Giant and there was also like a giant Gundam like a gun from Gundam See, just, Wing just and just make other... it just just cut out Iron Giant yeah. Iron Giant, God, what a Mecha Godzilla! What a I great think was fucking that. cartoon that was. Yeah. That was so good. Makes me cry every time. Yeah, like a little girl. And then like, <laughs> like and I think people forget that Vin Diesel is yeah. the Iron Giant, and he works so well. And, like yeah. it's his low grumble, his irritating low grumble, yeah. works perfectly for the Iron Giant. Mm. Doesn't work so well for like anything else he does. Well, Groot, Groot, yeah, but it's not it's not as low and grumbly there, is it? Well, I mean, he can be, because like when he's like real fighting or whatever, just oh, I am great, you know, smashing stuff or whatever. But I, did you watch, uh, bl- what's it called, Bloodshot? No, it's a comic book movie, um, with Vin Diesel in the lead, and it's about a character called Bloodshot. I don't know. It's from the Valiant universe, and I'm not super. I'm not familiar with it. that at all. So, but it's uh. Basically, this guy can regenerate. Okay. But this movie was so fucking bad. And I just read today, like, it's getting a sequel. I'm like, why? It wasn't good. Like, and I'm not, like, the movie was not, that was the worst. It was nothing. Like, it was just nothing. And he was the worst part about it. And I used to do these reviews on Letterboxd. And uh, I would just, none of them made sense. They were just nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's the definition of doesn't make sense. Everybody, everybody would do all these really long diatribes about like why this movie wasn't good or was great, and and I would sit there and make you know jokes about like what was it I watched Invisible Man? I'm like this movie was great and all, but why was there no reference to Tom Cruise's The Mummy? That was my review for it. Yeah. Was, and people and people would be like, "You want that?" I'm like, "God damn it." But no, like on that one, I just put down reviews and low grumble. Yeah. One star. <laughs> what a piece of shit movie that was. The movie pisses me off. Hey, what were we talking about? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. We're talking about Animaniacs. <sighs> so, uh, do you got a new episode coming up of Michael's Mixdown? Oh, you got one out right now. We're going to the, straight to the, pl- the, the plugs. plugs. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have... 
I assume um, we were done with. Are we done with Animaniacs? I mean, I think, I guess so. I'm. I just, if you've got more, I don't know. Give I'm me ex- more. I'm excited for Animaniacs. Yeah, too. The, <laughs> the, Animaniacs the are. Yeah, the Animaniacs. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. I really like that for some reason. <laughs> Animaniacs. I don't know why I like that so that much. That sounds like a drug or something. It's like, if you're taking anima- Animaniacs, like, talk to your doctor if you have Loose. low blood sugar. Or, <laughs> or anal leakage. Anal leakage. Or your fingers <laughs> suddenly turn purple is a serious sign of a long-lasting condition. Do you remember, did you ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah. Do you remember the episode whenever um, Dale used bee stings to heal people? Yeah, kind of. And he got like all stung up because he had, I can't remember what was wrong, but he just got a whole bunch of things and he started getting all loopy. Yeah. And he runs away and he's like, look at that fat purple one trying to get in. Is his finger caught in the door just waving up? (laughs) (laughs) Dale, I thought, was always the funniest character for some reason. (laughs) Like, all the characters made me laugh. And, like, I love Bill a lot, but, like, when Dale had a really good line, that was was always the best. And, like, that was. That brought me back around to the show because, like, I remember not liking that show as a kid. Yeah. Like, I thought it's it not was, really for kids, I don't it think. It really is not. Like, as a kid, you can watch Simpsons. As a kid, you can watch Family Guy and yeah. American Dad and stuff like that. South Park. Yeah. King of the Hill Maybe really you shouldn't, was, but you can. Yeah, you shouldn't. But, like, you can watch it and get the jokes. Yeah. As a kid, you couldn't really get a lot of the jokes. Yeah, because the King of the Hill is mostly making fun of, like, dumb fat republicans like yeah most of the humor and it, it's actually but that that bit because michelle actually brought it to my attention and she showed it to me and i couldn't stop laughing i was like holy shit why do i not remember this <laughs> so like we recently went through and watched that show again that show is solid yeah all the way through like it's really I love, good i love bobby so much to just yeah and like there's that whole theory that like bobby could be any one of hank's friends yeah kid because he's he's got like he looks like Boomhauer, but he acts like Bill. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see. I don't like that theory because it just ruins that perfect family. Yeah. The perfect <laughs> I, family. I don't want that to be that ruined. Boy ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to my nephew a lot. God dang, Vigi games. <laughs> God dang it, Bobby. That boy ain't right. And it's just like he. I do that to my nephew all the time. Of like six thirty a.m. already. That boy ain't right. <laughs> One of my other favorite Dale lines was like Peggy and um, Dale's wife. Uh, the one that says "sugar" all the time. Nancy, or like they they say something like "Dale, get out of the hot tub. Like we're gonna steal a news van." And he goes, "It's the perfect crime. How will they ever report it?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Anal leakage. Anal leakage. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that. Yes, you do. Maybe. What did you do? <laughs> Just try to pop my neck and I walked your microphone. That's going to be a good sound for yeah. the audience. All three of them. Yeah. Well, because we had you and Zach earlier. And <laughs> Zach listens to the show. Oh, does he? Hi, yeah. Zach. Hi, Zach. If you're if you're here, um, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the last hour of the show or whatever. The last <laughs> hour? I, <laughs> How long does it take to sign off? It takes a long time, actually. Is, we're still, yeah. we're we're still signing, signing off right now. We've been, 
We're, we've been signing off for. We're talking minutes. about Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this episode's gonna be called. Animaniacs. The Animaniacs edition. Yeah. The second coming of Animaniacs. I really hope at one point that they 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 do the trailer. The uh, I want like Wacko to be the like the in a world guy. The yes, it should um, be that. I, I like what because they did a Jurassic Park one. Yeah, um, I like the idea. I like their marketing that they've done for this yeah. so far. I also like that that's also a Spielberg. Property. Yeah, <laughs> like don't think we didn't notice that that you just had like Jurassic Park laying around on the between the couch cushions. Like, oh yeah, you can use this. I yeah, for, this masterpiece that. right here. Yeah. There you go. Enjoy. Oh man. So yeah, Michael's mixdown. You got yeah. Um. So. <laughs> If you don't know from one of the previous episodes, if I uh, I run another show called Michael's Mixdown, and uh, I talk about music and production and music history and all kinds of nerdy music stuff, and so um, I recently got two episodes out because I've got one at the end of October and I got one about I don't know three or four days ago. It was a really short one. What was the one from three or four days? It's uh it's a new series I'm trying out. It's called Soloed. And like on an audio board, if you want like one single track, there's a button on there called solo. Oh yeah. So I just thought that was kind of a cool like way cool to, name. yeah, to just to be like I'm just gonna focus in on one little thing right like here, and I'm just gonna talk about it, and then we're and then the episode's gonna be over. But how long is the episode? Uh, it's like 18 or 20 minutes or something. Oh, shit, that's not bad. So and then hopefully because that episode had a lot of me explaining and re-explaining and make trying to make sure that I really nailed the explanation of why I'm doing these short episodes because <laughs> that's just how I, I roll. But, um, the, the future episodes will probably be even shorter than that. Okay. Cause I just want to be able to take a song. Like if I'm listening to a playlist or something like the radio and I just, something, you know, strikes me and I'm like, that's really neat. Like, and, and I'm not going to do like a huge in depth, you know, deep dive, deep dive and learn the history of every person that ever touched it or whatever. I just want to like, basically play the song and be like here's a part coming up that i thought was really neat this thing and then i'll just let it play and then i'll be like and then i'll tuck the audio back under and i'll keep talking like oh this is pretty neat this drum fill comes in and then this guitar part coming up here's you know the guitar part and then i, I like that and so it's just kind of me talking over Music. most of the song like and, you're doing a commentary track yeah almost. it's like kind of a reaction or a commentary and uh this one uh it's, it's on a song that i discovered called tower block by a band called frost and frost ends with a little like asterisk like that's how they spell it like f-r-o-s-t asterisk and it uh, evidently i explained in the episode it has something to do with um uh, dishes that are served like chilled or whatever have an asterisk like at fancy restaurants in the menu oh really so frost with this little asterisk is just like kind of a joke about I, like menu. That. I was like that's kind of strange but sure i, I, I maybe it's more of a like that's stupid too that's pretty funny. I like that. Well, maybe it's more of a thing in the UK too, because they're they're a British band. But but anyway, I was just um, listening to songs like, you know, Spotify is like, oh, you might like this, you might like that. And so I found this band based on other bands that I listened to, and they uh, they had some really neat stuff. Uh, they're really wacky, and this song is kind of like in three segments, and the beginning of it is kind of. Um, He's he's singing, but it's a lot of like sound effects and kind of stuff, and I'm convinced it was recorded by Gnarly, which means that they take like a dummy head 
and they put microphones like where the ears would be and they like there are microphones that are designed to mimic the human he- the ear oh and then they just go like around and make sounds and stuff and you can look it up on youtube like binaural uh i think the really famous ones like the haircut and yeah they, but you have to wear headphones or it doesn't work right yeah otherwise it just sounds you hear yeah which so, would be pointless. but there's like sound effects and there's at one point there's like a, I don't know. It sounds like a, a shelf or something that fell off the wall. Cause every time I'm listening to it with headphones on, I go, what the hell? And I turn around I'm like, Oh, it's just the song. <laughs> and then there's like a dubstep bit where it just kind of goes like all out dubstep. And then it transitions from dubstep to like progressive rock solos. Like just, widdly, 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 you know, all that stuff can kind of go to the end. How's that go like, again? Widdly, 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 you use that sound bite for something. <laughs> I'm going to add it to the end of the Motley Nerd yeah. thing. Motley Nerd cast. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so that it's just kind of a, it's a way for me to get more content out and to like one of the biggest hangups for me is doing so much research because the scenes from a memory episode, I researched for like, three or four weeks before I started a ridiculous recording. ridiculous amount of research. Yeah. You, I, he showed me the notes. It was a lot. It was, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Maybe but, maybe a paragraph or two too many notes. Well worth it though, right? Well, well worth it. I think it was a good episode. I had I was pretty proud of that. So, um, But yeah, so you can go and find that on anchor.fm. I was on SoundCloud. I've transitioned to Anchor because... So they, you're uploading on Anchor? Yeah. And so you can basically find it anywhere where you can find podcasts now because they distribute it like basically for you. Wherever. So you can find it on iTunes and Spotify. Google Play. Yeah. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. And then you can find me on Facebook, uh, which is Michael's Mixdown. You'll see a blue, my blue logo. It says Michael's Mixdown. You know you're in the right place. So. Yeah, yeah. go listen to his stuff. It's, uh, It's really good. And then maybe. If you're really good for Christmas this year, there could be possibility of a crossover episode. <gasps> First I'm hearing about it. First you're hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna we plan on doing a crossover. We won't we'll not dis- disclose the episode yet. Yeah, not yet. But similar to what we've talked about today. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to happen. So, yeah, eventually. Like I said, if you're really good for Christmas, maybe. Yes. Or New Year's. Or New Year's. Or Christmas next year. Or Christmas next year. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not. We're both pretty shit at getting stuff done on time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not convinced that 2020 won't just end with a bang and everything's. But that's it. The world's over. Yeah. Game over, guys. Yeah. Game over, man. Game over, man. (laughs) All right. So I wrote this little script out. I'm going to read it now. (laughs) Okay. Well, go go check out Animaniacs. Yes. November 20th on November 20th on Hulu. Animaniacs. When you can also watch all the old, the original on Hulu. Also on Hulu. It was on Netflix for a while, wasn't it? It was on Netflix. That was the big revival where they started talking about reviving it because Netflix was going to do it. It got such a big following and i don't know the specifics of why they went to hulu but, but i'm glad they did for it, and i think it's the first time that an animated show 
the uh, an original and the reboot will be available on the same platform. And really? Can, I think that that's the case. That For that, an animated show? For an animated show for the reboot that's never been aired before to be on the same platform as the original. And you can compare the new to the old. Like That's really cool. I didn't so, know yeah. that. I'm gonna anyway, go check it out and tell us what you think. Yeah. Or don't. Whatever. Or don't. I don't care. Or tell somebody else what you think. Yeah. You can... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, we're <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna read this this script. I can't believe it. I don't know why I said that I was gonna read a script because you want me to read it. No, this is I'll do it. I okay. can I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> can you? No, we're always looking. <laughs> we're always looking for good uh, for good topics to talk about. And since you guys are the ones listening to the podcast, it seems to make sense that we turn to you, not you, Michael. Joker, maybe, maybe the Joker. Yeah, the, the, the Zach brought me that. Yeah, huh. yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Anyway, so if you've got any suggestions, just send them our way via three three wta pod at gmail If you're wanting to give a little support to us, there are a couple ways you can do that. You can head over to tpublic.com slash user slash the the dot or no tpublic.com slash user slash the dash motley dash nerd. We've got a couple of designs up there, including one of our fantastic podcast title art. <laughs> she was clawing my leg. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to distract <laughs> her over here. I saw that. I, I saw was that. really trying to let it go, and it was it's really starting to hurt. <laughs> I saw that that twisted anguish in your face. You're so cute. Stop it. <laughs> You're... <laughs> Man, this script is—is is this all in the script? Yeah, this is all it's, like it's all in there. This is verbatim. I'm really oh. good. At, I'm really good at acting. <laughs> acting. <laughs> acting. Okay, I'll really shut up. You can also head, you can also head over to our Patreon account at patreon.com/slash3wta-podcast. Legitimately, any amount you feel comfortable giving will be greatly appreciated. You also don't have to support us monetarily. You can just continue to listen. You could also leave us a review in whatever app you're, you've chosen to listen to us in. As per usual, don't forget to drop a like and share the podcast with your friends. Even if they don't like this type of content, like we encourage you to lie to them to make them listen to this. Yeah. That's the script. That's the script. Yeah. Could, could you read it faster, though? I don't think I it, could. <laughs> you're kind of booking it there. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I was just like, wow, he's really yeah, I was, got it. I don't like reading scripts, actually, as it turns out. <laughs> just as it turns out. So I'm going to have to memorize that, so... Just have it tattooed to the inside of your eyelids. I never understood why people say, like, could you read stuff on the back of your eyelids? Because I can't. Like, Yeah, you, how, how could you? It's dark in here. Yeah. There's no lights. Hey, who turned out the lights? <laughs> oh, wait. It was me. <laughs> All right. So until next time, I'm Jake. And I'm Michael. What were we talking about? Don't know. Molly Nerdcast. Willy, 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 willy.